Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. It's been great. They, they really have been. They've done everything right as far as I'm concerned. I mean, when, when you think about that, uh, we're running a village for the first time. We're doing, Lee's doing pretty well in city management. There is a lot of stuff we can do here, but as far as our health, we have an app every morning that you have to do. You're wearing bands. Everybody are wearing face masks, you know, when you're out in public. That's Doc Rivers talking about how well things are going in the bubble. The Clippers, though, shorthanded again, PK Patrick Beverly has left the bubble in Orlando due to an emergency personal matter. He intends to rejoin the team in the future. Montrezl Harrell already left the bubble for a family emergency. A little shorthanded, I guess, here if things get started. I guess it depends on how fast Beverly gets back. It does. Clippers proposed new basketball arena taking another step forward towards becoming a reality. Inglewood City Council unanimously approving the environmental impact for report for what is being called the Inglewood Basketball and Entertainment Center. It's going to be part of that whole development with the new NFL stadium. The environment there, the environmental impact report, what are they looking at? Traffic? I mean, it's not like they're, uh, you know, tearing up a forest there. Uh, yeah, well, I think they have some form of what would you call wildlife that, that is around there. All sorts of stuff you need to look at. It's part of governmental regulations. Utah Jazz is going to wear a patch to honor the life and legacy of former head coach Jerry Sloan. We'll have the number 1223. Of course, he won over 1,000 games. He won 1,223 games, so the number 1223 on it to signify... The total wins he had, his career, his impact, his legacy with the Jazz. Is that a number that rolls off your tongue? One, two, two, three. Yeah, it's just the Jazz, though, because he did have more than that. The Will family, who owns the Minnesota Vikings franchise, have emerged as a top candidate to buy the Minnesota Timberwolves franchise from owner Glenn Taylor. Former Timberwolves star Kevin Garnett is forming a group with hopes of buying the team as well. Uh, Glenn Taylor has a stipulation. Whoever buys the franchise needs to keep it in Minneapolis. PK, this could be it. New ownership. Change the fortunes of a woe-begone franchise. One winning season in 15 years. Was it bad ownership? Doesn't it start at the top after 15 years? It's a lot of hiring GMs and coaches there. I mean, yes, I I think there have been bad players and, you know, bad decisions along the way. But when you get to that point, I, I do look at ownership. 15 years. Okay. All right. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. According to reports, NFL teams' training camp rosters will be pared down to 80 players rather than the regular 90-man rosters. And the NFL Players Association and the owners agreeing to have no preseason games ahead of the 2020 season. Ongoing health and safety protocol negotiations. You love this, PK. That's not enough negotiations. There's going to be more negotiations. We know how you feel about negotiations. Well, it doesn't seem like they need that many guys if they're not going to be playing the preseason games. True. 
do they need that many guys to figure out who should be on the 53-man roster? I don't know what they're doing with that many guys. Maybe they need that many guys for the inter-squad scrimmages that will replace the preseason games. Uh, how many guys? 80. 80 guys. Uh, are they... Uh well, it's really a 50, but it's really like 63 because then they keep 10 other guys. They do. They do keep some of the guys, yeah. So that's, you know, you compare that to how many a uh, basketball team will bring in, how many uh, baseball, traditionally a 40-man roster. That seems in line. That gives them uh, an extra player or so. I mean, some of the people who make that squad come off other teams' cuts, depending on what, you know, club you are. Uh, so that gives you basically an extra guy at every spot. So I guess that would be about right. Three-time Pro Bowl defensive end Michael Bennett announced his retirement yesterday on social media after 11 years in the NFL. Played for the Seahawks, the Bucks, the Eagles, the Patriots, and the Cowboys. Won the Super Bowl with uh, Seattle. Is that normal? Five teams in 11 years? Or is that bounce? That seems like it's bouncing around a lot. Well, he's had some issues, yeah. obviously. Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. The three Chick-fil-A kickoff games in Atlanta, Georgia, scheduled for the season are at risk of being canceled as the ACC and the SEC determine what they will do this season with their schedules. Financial impact of losing the three games would be somewhere in the vicinity of $100 million, according to Peach Bowl CEO Gary Stoken. You got... So many teams down there with so many passionate fan bases, and, and not all the teams that play there are local or regional, but uh, usually the game has at least one anchor team that's regional, so you can see a big impact there. A lot of, uh, a lot of people traveling to Atlanta for those games. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's what they do. Schedules come out. People start planning. You can see it in hotel rates around various places. Having been a traveler for college football for many years, you, you know, the longer you wait, the more the prices go up and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, so, so many folks schedule their lives around this stuff, basically. And, yeah, the economic impact, not just to the schools, but to the cities and so forth, as you say, is enormous. This year, uh, West Virginia and Florida State were supposed to play. At Florida State, what is that, probably like a two-hour drive maybe to Atlanta? Uh, Virginia and Georgia, who's obviously right there in state, and then North Carolina and Auburn, and Auburn's another. Both both those schools would be easily drivable to Atlanta, so you can see where they'd have three pretty big crowds: September fifth, seventh, and twelfth. Notre Dame athletic director Jack Swarbrick says he'd like to see the college football season delayed to evaluate the circumstances on campus as students return from the COVID-19 pandemic. He said he expects the Fighting Irish to play games, but he does expect a reduced schedule of 8 to 10 games as the final number of games would come in keeping with the health and safety of players in mind. Of course, he's already had a couple games canceled, so he's gone from... I don't know the schedule off the top of the head, but you know there's a couple of Pac-12 games, and you know that they usually have a couple of Big Ten games playing uh, Michigan, Michigan State. They've played Purdue over the years, although I think they've gone away from that one a little bit. I guess I don't understand that logic. So uh, if you're worried about the health and safety, why is 8 to 10 okay? Wouldn't it, if, you're, if it's that big of a deal, wouldn't it be zero? I think it could be. I think they just don't want to go to that first. I think they're hoping the numbers now die down in August and September. Maybe this cost them some games early in the season, but that, uh, you know, after, after that, the numbers go down and they're able to play. I guess that would be the hope. 
<laughs> yeah, hopes doesn't get you anywhere, though. I'm not a big hope guy. <laughs> uh, they had a, a Wisconsin game canceled also, so they lost another game there. So they're down to nine games now. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Toronto Blue Jays are expected to play the majority, if not all, of their games this season at PNC Park in Pittsburgh. The official announcement pending approval from the state of Pennsylvania. So they talked about Buffalo, but they wanted a major league stadium in Pittsburgh, not that far from Buffalo. And you've been there. Picturesque, PK. Okay, empty. But picturesque nonetheless. A lot of times it was fairly empty, giving it Pittsburgh... It's not good. They were good for a bit. Now it seems like they're going through a rebuilding program. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a nice stadium if that's what they want to do. And Pittsburgh is fine with it. Fine with me. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. Rail Salt Lake wrapping up group play this morning against Sporting Kansas City. The game just started in Orlando. It's on ESPN Live now. And RSL had stellar uh, efforts defensively, giving up one game in four, one goal in four games, gave up one goal in the first minute. They're already losing Johnny Russell scoring in the opening minute. They're now in the fifth minute in Orlando. We can keep you up to date on that. If RSL loses this game, they could drop to finish third in the group. Uh, if they win by the same margin as Minnesota, they could win the group. So first, second, third place, everything hanging in the balance right now. But they're down after giving up the early goal. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, we are going to talk baseball restart with Steve Klauke. He joins us at 8 o'clock, play-by-play voice of the Salt Lake Bees. And Joe Ingles from the bubble at 9 o'clock, the rare miss from Joe last week, but what could he do? They had practices scheduled during the show with the time change and everything, so nothing to do about that. Quinn, I'm out of this drill. I gotta call the guys. Not, not something appropriate. I'm done shooting threes for a minute, boys. Not something appropriate to blurt out there. So, But he will join us. The schedule allows him to join us at 9 o'clock this morning, so be here for Joe Ingles. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.